Hi, I'm Phoebe Fowler. And I'm Big Al Hammond. And we want to welcome you to the January 2024 episode of In the Distance Oblivious Playlist Podcast. Every month, we pick 11 songs of pretty much any genre or any time period that we put into a changing Spotify playlist. This podcast is an actual recording of the odd and ritual-filled ceremony we go through each month to select those songs. Our podcast is never intended to be overly professional. We're just two random people sitting around talking about music, and while we often like, but sometimes dislike, each other's music taste. Happy New Year, Phoebe. Happy New Year to you, too. Listeners, we are coming to you remotely once again from the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Thank you very much. We are recording from room nine of the Blue Heron Motel in Nags Head. There's also something special about today as well, isn't there? Uh, What would that be? Today is Christmas. We are recording on Christmas Day. Yes, yes. We have have nothing better to do (laughs) with our Christmas than make you, our loyal listeners, a podcast episode. Well, it's like I always say, like, it's Christmas and you're excited and you're happy and you open all your presents and then there's nothing else to fucking do, right? <laughs> and here Everything's we are. closed. Right. But, but, but what a nice way to spend Christmas it evening is. talking yeah. about Christmas some evening. of our favorite music. And by the time the uh, listeners will hear it, of course, it'll be New Year's, but, yes. you know. And, we, and listeners, we hope you had a, a great holiday season and that, that Santa or whoever does such things brings you, brought you lots of nice gifts. Yep. As I think Phoebe and I both uh, both experienced. I think we both got some pretty good gifts. I think you? we both did very well. So as we move into 2024, it's a new year. It is. How are you feeling about about your musical selections, your musical tastes? How like, what do you think? It's a new year, new me, baby. Exactly. All right. <laughs> um, well, you know, if I have any hopes for the new year, it's that I I find more amazing artists and songs and things that I have haven't discovered. You yes. Know? More musical inspirations. Exactly. Here's here's to that. Yep. What do you uh, how do what do you think about your, your January picks? My picks or my January picks. <laughs> I liked my songs. I didn't really have any that were super standout mm-hmm. for me. I think there are a couple of yours that stand out, but I wanted it to be better, you know? I kind of always think that, but... I kind of felt like... And I liked yours and I liked mine. There aren't any that I don't think are good. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think either one of our selections are amazing. Mm-hmm. You know? Not that we're not going to have a good playlist, because I think we always do. See, is it is it not amazing or is it just that we're so talented exactly <laughs> at finding amazing music to listen to that our standards are that much higher so we have we have spoiled pale. ourselves we with have, our wonderful yep. musical tastes yep exactly we have. i think that's well put <laughs> so well how do you think you're gonna you're gonna fare this month i'm slightly more optimistic than i usually am <laughs> but i also like i i never know what you're gonna pick right i really don't like and that's i mean that's things. That's true for any 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 month, but well, what's your number, if you have one? I hold the possession arrow, the mm-hmm. the, the squirrely ball, 
of confusion. Yes, which, you do. Which goes to our tiebreaker. I feel like we're both going to get eight. I think I might get nine. Ooh. Maybe ten. Man. I know. I was you, scared to oh, say it, shit. but. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> I, see. You want to take a second to change her? <laughs> see, I was, I was like, I, I thought I was, I thought I was, I thought I had a shot. Ooh, you might. Okay. Okay. Good for you. All right. You're, you're probably right. You and and listeners, in case you haven't been paying attention, Phoebe's on a streak. Phoebe's like won like four or five times. I think in a it's row. four uh-huh. months in a row so far. But th- that's only because I broke your four month streak. That's so. true. I I had a I had a run before that. You sure uh, did. So anyway, anything can happen. It's Christmas. Right. Okay. Uh, so let's get down to it. Um, as always, we come into this silliness having s- submitted ten songs to each other. And you can find the links to those submissions in the show notes. So now we're going to take turns narrowing those 20 songs down, first to 10 songs, and then to the 11 songs that actually become the the finished playlist. Um, I think Phoebe's going to start off this ceremony this month by picking one of my songs. Should not be surprising. This is my Bubba with Sexual Healing. Oh, yeah. From the album Goes Abroader from 2014. So I think this is the second month in a row that I have tried to get my Bubba into the playlist. Oh, yeah, is it? They were in here either last month or the month before. Uh. So uh, my Bubba is Milor Stoder and Bubba Thomas Doter. The former is from Sweden, the latter is from Iceland. And you know the original. Yeah. Yes. Who doesn't? Right. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was kind of pleased with my uh, with my covers this month. There were a few covers that yep. I submitted, all of which I think are wonderfully different than their originals. I'm, I'm kind of jealous. Uh-huh. Do you know where you found any of these covers? This, this came up just because apparently Spotify f- thinks that I'm a My Bubba fan, <laughs> which I will I will I mean, happily I will happily uh, I will happily admit to that. So this is Holly McVie, her song Heartbreak Blues from the album Golden Eagle, released in 2017. This is her sec- third time? Second, third, I Third believe. time being in the playlist. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you picked this. The first song we had, you were not as crazy about, and then I think you have, to some degree, come around to. I have definitely come around the to it. The second song, which I forgot what it was, is amazing, and I mm-hmm. think we both loved. And this is also just, her voice is, she's just kind of got it to me. It's wonderful. Yeah, so the first song she had was No One Has the Answers from Mm, October of 2020. Yep. The second song was The Corner of My Mind Mm -hmm. from April of 23. Such a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I almost like the first one better. I think Mm -hmm. you like the second one better. Yeah. What does this one place for you? I think I like this one the least, but that uh, doesn't mean I don't like it. I like the second one the most, I think, still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree with you that, like, I think her strength is her phrasing and just her, like, the little break in her voice. Yes. It's nice stuff. You can tell when she's on the track yep. singing. Anyway, um, next, I am picking one of mine. You. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Why was I confused? <laughs> I yes. don't know, because it's confusing. All right, we're here with Maria McKee 
her song of love is a red dress hang me in rags released in 1993 i am curious what you think about this song i think you like it but i also know that it's it's dramatic <laughs> when i first listened to your submissions i didn't care for this Mm -hmm. And like I got into it more and more and I mm -hmm. really like it now yep. and I'm very glad it's in. Maybe it is the dramatic thing, but mm -hmm. it, I feel like there's more to it than that. But then I got over my sorry ass. You know? <laughs> she can sing, man. She can definitely sing. And that control. Yeah. Yeah. And she still does like that falling off basically a cliff at the end and still and uses the rest of that breath to launch herself into the next verse. That's really difficult she's good at turning it up a notch but then she's good at turning it way back exactly. to almost nothing yep. and then i also admit that i thought you'd like it because there's whistling in it too and i know that you like whistling having said that she or whoever it is mm -hmm. is not nearly as good of a whistler as i am so you know it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like i like you marie but like you ain't you're just trying to be me you can sing better than me you don't whistle better than me. Yep. <laughs> uh, I well, think I'm glad you like it. I think it's time for me to pick one of my songs. It is. Is it not? It is indeed. Here we go. Take the reins, Al. So I don't know if you've noticed, but like, I have at least two or three songs in the playlist that I have tried to get the same artist into the playlist before and failed. Yep. So this is Mick Flannery with Fuck Off World from Mickmas on EP, Volume 1. Came in in 2018. What do you think of this? Is this too silly? No. This is kind of wonderful. The first time I listened to it, and I was like, what? what? Uh -huh. I love this. It's, 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 it's good, but it's also hilarious. It's hilarious, but it's also kind of my theme song. Right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I kind of love it. I can totally see this being something that is enmeshed <laughs> with your life. Uh-huh. This is a quote from Mick Flannery. I think I annoy people. I'm not very precious about sound checks. I don't get stressed about them. To be honest, I forget that I do this for a living. I forget that I perform. <laughs> I got lucky. Whatever happened to me in the music business, like whatever's happened to me has been at a decent pace for someone like me, but I get sick of it. Like if people come up to me and say they like my music, that's okay, I try to be kind and as courteous as possible, but the conversation continues and they ask me about my future plans and I find myself having no interest. And then my friends call me a pain in the hole. Did you write this? No. Because it sounds like some shit it, that you would it's, write. It's, it sounds are you like, the same person? It sounds like, it sounds like Mick and I are, are, are kind of the same, right? Cut from the same cloth. Exactly. You know who he reminds me of a little bit in that sort of attitude mm -hmm. is Gregory Allen Isakoff. Yeah. He just kind of does his own thing. Yep. And like he comes out and plays music mm -hmm. and people love him, but he kind of could take it or leave it. Right. And he's like, well, now that that's done. Mm -hmm. Him and just the style, a little bit of Bonnie Prince Billy. I can see why you say that. Mm -hmm. That was a good one. Thank you. Uh, you're going to pick? One of yours for number five, right? Yes. Yes. Good. Halfway point. I'm so happy you picked this. Yay. This is Juice Kescatalo. The song is What I Do for a Living from the 2023 release Oh, Our Slow Designs. I love this. We seem to have an unconscious attraction for Scandinavian artists, <laughs> don't we? 
We actually do. I, I want to know, like, we should ask someone to make a data is beautiful graph for us and see where we get most of our music from. Seriously. Because I feel like it's skewed in this direction. Uh -huh. Was it one of my Bubba from Finland? No, Sweden and Sweden Iceland. Sweden and Iceland, right. yeah. So Juice is from Finland. Nice. Strangely, and you wouldn't know it from this, a lot of his lyrics are Christian-based. Interesting. Which I did not know. Yeah. This is kind of in the same vein as the last song, isn't it? A little a bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's so weird. It's so different. I did not find a lot about about him. And I, I didn't either. I found, a, I found a Reddit thread asking if people knew about him, <laughs> and someone from Finland replied, as far as I know, Juice is quite underground. He's known in some circles, but no. <laughs> so even in Finland, apparently he's not really a household name. So I, I love this song. It's so dry and sly and it's fun funny. and smart and it is funny but it's also sort of dark it's and wonderful it's definitely dark yeah i think i'm gonna pick one of yours correct now. okay we're listening to edie brickell and new bohemians with their song ghost of a dog from the album of the same name, released in 1990. Isn't this wonderful? As we were about to pick, listeners, Phoebe was commenting that we should wait until someone in the hotel's dog stopped barking downstairs. <laughs> it seems fitting. It is fitting, so, isn't it? dog, if you're hearing me, feel free to make your opinion known about this song. <laughs> yeah, what do you think of this song? I think it's so sweet and so Again, slightly dark, uh, yep. but also slightly sweet. And it's beautiful. Do you know her well? No. Do right. you? Well, she was she was a one-hit wonder with uh, What I Am is What I Am. Yes. Yep. And she is also, if I'm not mistaken, was at, was at one point, and I think still is, Mrs. Paul Simon. Mm. Well, the dog's making their opinion known. So. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> Can you do that Sounds again? like I need some cough medicine. All right. Uh, we are uh, heading into number seven, and I'm picking one of mine. Thank God. My last pick. Ray LaMontagne with a song, Beg, Steal, or Borrow, with the Pariah Dogs, from the album, God Willin' and the Creek Don't Rise, released in 2010. Do you know of him? Oh yeah. Yeah, okay, I figured. He was also, he was more than a one-hit wonder, but he was a, mm -hmm. uh, Trouble was the song he broke onto the scene with. Yes. Uh, and he had a couple other minor hits, and I think this was less than a hit, but this got some radio play. It did? Yeah. Yeah. I love his voice. His voice is so recognizable and mm -hmm. so unique and so well suited to the type of material he does, right? Exactly. It's like sad and dark and living in a faraway state. Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah, that's that's a really good way of putting it, you know. It almost feels nostalgic in a way. Yes. Like something very much that so. you have felt before. Yeah. He feels like he's in a in a 1940s noir <laughs> western oh i know? love that yeah yep well i'm glad he's in the playlist you me know? too he deserves yeah. some recognition Definitely. some more recognition yeah. 
Uh, I think it's time for me to pick one, one of, yours, of my right? songs for the eighth. Here pick, we go. Right? This is no surprise yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, I, 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 I did see this one yeah. coming. Yeah. This is right. Rotary Connection, the cover of Sunshine of Your Love from the album Songs in 1969. Again, you had great covers this month. This is this is maybe one of my favorite covers I have <laughs> ever heard. Partly because it's such an iconic song. Like yeah. everyone on the planet has heard the original. And no offense, but like this is not recognizable to that song. It takes a listen to the whole song before you even know it's the same freaking <laughs> yep. song, right? <laughs> and maybe while you're looking at the lyrics. Did you know Rotary Connection? A little bit. I yeah. did not. So they were formed in Chicago in 1966. They are a psychedelic soul band. My dad listened to them. Yeah? Yep. So Chess Records was a Chicago-based blues label founded in 1950 in Chicago. Damn. They specialized in the blues. Somewhat surprisingly to me, they were established and run by two Jewish immigrant brothers from what was then Poland. What? Leonard and Phil Chess. The son of Leonard Chess was Marshall Chess, who came up with the idea for this band. All right. He was not in the band, but mm -hmm. he recruited a bunch of people from Chess Records wow. who played on That's other impressive. stuff, put this band together. One of the, the other th interesting thing about this band was that, do you remember a song from this, from 1975 called Lovin' You? I mean, that song, Lovin' You, or something else? Yeah, Minnie <laughs> okay. Ripperton. Yeah. The woman, yeah. With, the woman with a five octave range. <laughs> Minnie Ripperton is, on, is on, in this song. What? She was, oh, that's her? Yes, yes. Wow. That's I was wondering, voice. I was that's like. That, that, that super high thing. What's going. hilarious, I listened to the song a few times, and I was like, oh, they got like a, a, what is it called? A theremin. And I was like, no, that's somebody singing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Who is doing that? High that's a human voice. That's so freaking cool. And, and the other funny thing is, like, she got the gig not because she like had already performed she got mm -hmm. the job because she was a receptionist for chess records come on right another interesting thing about minnie ripperton is that the album on which loving you was featured and mm -hmm. became her biggest her biggest seller was produced was co-produced along with her husband richard rudolph was co-produced by someone under the name of el toro negro do you have any idea who el toro negro might have been who would have gotten in trouble with his Motown Records contract for working on this record? Mm, I bet you'll tell me. It was actually Stevie Wonder. <laughs> oh my God, I love music so much. Right, I love these connections, man. Seriously, and like, and like, how cool! Is all that? these weird people come together to make this great cover, and it's fantastic. It's fantastic. This is this is what you want a cover to be. I think I listened to the whole song without even knowing that it was a cover, right? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Man, that's cool. Well, it's already shaping up to be a wonderful playlist I again, think it is. isn't it? Uh, it's your turn to pick... Number nine. Number nine. And that will be one of your songs. Yes. I had to do it. Oh my God. I did the not covers know whether this you, month. I did not know whether you would like this or not. Uh, this I love is it. so good. It, it's really good. This is uh, Jerry Garcia and David mm -hmm. Grisman doing The Thrill Is Gone. 
The release date on this was 2023. I was not able to find out when it was actually recorded. The yeah, best I, I couldn't I, find that either. The best I came up with was before 92. <laughs> so this, <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> the song was written by Roy Hawkins and Rick Darnell in 1951. Hawkins' recording of the song reached number six on the Billboard R&B charts in 51. The B.B. King version is probably the best known from 1970. I love that version. Made a blues standard and, and won B.B. King a Grammy for the best male oh, R&B vocal performance oh, cool. in 1970. And you know what I think about that? Yep. <coughs> bourbon time. More bourbon. And, and listeners, in case you weren't aware, and we haven't told you, we're actually splurging for our vacation and brought out the last bottle that we have of Blanton's. Indeed. Which is our favorite bourbon, and we are happy with that. Here, here. And here's to Jerry and David. And so Jerry Garcia has been in the playlist before in Olden in the Way. You're right. I don't know whether David Grisman played on that. I sort of don't, I don't think know. he did. I think it was a different mandolin player. Grisman is famed for his dog-named music, D-A-W-G. All of his albums, not all, but many of his albums have the word dog in the mm -hmm. title. Uh, he's sort of a new grass kind of pioneer, but he's not, he's owes more to jazz than right. to, to bluegrass, really. And he's fantastic. I saw him live one time. Oh, yeah? And, yeah. At, Do you know um, uh, when and where? Floyd Fest, mid-2010s. Wasn't terribly long ago. Man, I want to see people live more, yeah, you know? Yeah. I miss concerts. Mm -hmm. What is that again? <laughs> exactly. Seriously, this is definitely one that makes you want to move, right? I've heard this song a bunch before, and it's kind of my favorite version I've ever heard of this song. It's partly the mandolin mm -hmm. and guitar talking to each other, but I also love the bass and the congas. There's it a, has a nice feeling to it, doesn't it? There's a really nice video of this, of the, of the four of them doing this. I don't know if it's the same bass and conga player, but I sense that it was. It's a very nice video, and listeners, if you get a chance, check it out. My central version, though, it has to be that BB King one. <laughs> it's hard to beat that, it's but so I think good. I think this is such an interesting take on the song. It is, like, but like it's the song itself is a very soulful bluesy song. Sure. And I just think he does the song itself justice sure. in a way that I haven't really heard sure. yet. But I also really like this version. Mm -hmm. If if anything, this would have to be my second favorite. I think this is I think this is the best alternate take on mm -hmm. the song that, that yeah, you're going to find. Yeah, I, I agree. I do have to say that there's something in this song that you don't find in any other version, even the B.B. King version. There's just something about his phrasing that just, the it makes you phrasing? believe it. Yes. Yeah. Right? Like the way he's singing, you just... There's also something in the, in the, the interplay of the bass and the guitar and the mandolin that sort of has a little... It's not blues exactly, but it's like this darkness mm -hmm. of, of like the way the instruments talk to each other yep. and just sort of the rhythm of it. It's like they're all playing off of each other. Very much so. It's in, I don't know if it's in a minor key, but it's in like, it's in a key that expresses darkness. And I feel like the interplay between those instruments works for that in that, in this song, mm -hmm. in this version. But it's almost like he himself is some evil entity or something. Jerry Garcia? Yeah. yeah. And he's like talking, he's talking to somebody oh, and like yeah. they're talking back. It's like, it's just, 
I think what you said about that darkness definitely drives that point for me. Uh -huh. it, it feels motivated in some nefarious way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It works really well for for the song, of course, but also they're very skilled musicians. They, they definitely <laughs> are. Right. They, these boys know what they're doing. Yep. I think I have the very last pick of of the of the ten songs, and I'm going to pick one of yours. Uh oh. Right. Yep. We're listening to Laura Marling. Again. Again. <laughs> Her song "Rambling Man" from the album "I Speak Because I Can" that she released in 2010. So I had this song. I was holding on to this song. <laughs> <laughs> Strategically, I might add. And I put it in for this month, but then right before I submitted it to you, I was like, oh wait, shit, this was, has it been three months yet? <laughs> it's funny because it didn't even occur to me that she's been in so recently. Mm -hmm. And I was in my car listening to the playlist and I was like, oh shit, Laura Marling was just in the playlist and yep. like we didn't catch it. And yeah. like it hadn't been three months yet. And I literally like went back to the previous two months. I was like, okay, I guess it, yeah, I guess it worked. And because I'm me and an organized, guess what I did for this song? Well, Set a timer for it on my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I could put it in this God. month now. <laughs> right. It's legal. Laura, you, you're welcome back again. This is her third or fourth, fourth time? Fourth, fourth time yeah. being in the playlist. Isn't this amazing? This is I don't know that this is the best one, but it's if it's not the best, it's the second best. It's yeah. Oh. Man, this is a good song. And she's, her phrasing, it's like, I was listening to this song yesterday. Mm -hmm. And like, you think she's going to push it here. Yes. And she doesn't. She just lets it sit. And she lets you listen to that line. She makes and you hang off. And then she jumps on yeah, it, right? Yeah, exactly. Man. It's like she drags you in and you just. Yeah. I wonder what she she's like to listen to She makes you want it live. more and more. Yep. Yeah. Well, we've seen videos of her doing stuff live that are yeah. like man, that last video from off. yeah, from three months ago. Okay, there's a video for this. Oh my god. Oh, okay. I need to see her live. Yes. Something needs yes. to happen. I think, <laughs> I think she's on our list of. You people. know what, Laura? Yeah, I think she's on our list of of people we need to see live. Agreed. We picked 10 songs, so we're going to compare our ballads that we marked before the ceremony began to see how we did. Player number one, who rotates each month, who in this case was Phoebe, will ring the chime of Thelonious, the number of rings corresponding to my correct number of picks. Then player number two, who was Al in this instance, will ring the chime in the same manner. Whoever has the most correct votes will then pick two songs. These can either be songs that didn't get picked already from this playlist or any other song, really. And the loser in the voting will select one of those two songs for the final 11th pick. In case of a tie, which happens often, we have a tiebreaker. Our mascot signed foul ball from the Richmond Flying Squirrels game, also known as the Squirrely Ball of Confusion, will decide any ties in the voting process. Whoever holds said ball, who in this case is Al, will thereby be pronounced the winner in case of a tie. And therefore, the Lord Protector of Frank. Thank you, Frank. Also known as the primate of all-star supremacy for the following month. So, I think, Phoebe, I think you're up with a chime. 
Wow. Ten. I got ten. Man. Yatta, yatta. Man. <laughs> okay. Oh, womp womp. <laughs> oh man, you got nine I though. I got nine. You did better than I, you thought you would do. I I did I did so well, and I'm I was I'm 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 frankly angry beyond all words that I got nine and I still didn't motherfucking win. <laughs> oh damn. Right. Woo. That's I did say I was gonna get nine or ten. You did, and you did great. To Congratulations. Be, thank you. Thank you very much. All ten. That doesn't happen very often. It does not. Way to go. We have a great selection here, don't I think we? we do. So as the winner of this month's playlist, and as the once again crowned Lord Protector of Frank, the two songs that I'm selecting for Al to pick from are When That Helicopter Comes by The Handsome Family released in 2000 and Kathleen by Josh Ritter released in 2003. So Al, what's our final 11th song going to be? Well, Els picked The Handsome Family, When That Helicopter Comes, from the album In The Air, released in 2000. May I know why you chose this over the other? I mean, I would have asked you regardless, but I'm curious. I'll say that the first, the first few times I listened to the song, I was not super impressed, and mm -hmm. I liked them, but it's almost a little too country-fied, you know? And I know that's part of their gig. And then I saw the video, and the video ooh, is... Ooh. is pretty wonderful nice uh and i think after that i kind of got into what they were doing mm -hmm. i will say i will go on record as saying josh ritter's kathleen is fair yeah. for my money the most perfect pop song mm -hmm. of the last 25 years Interesting. like it's right. like that is just that is a motherfucking perfect song but i've just heard it too much yeah i i get that uh -huh. i figured we have a we have a good playlist. We really do. And we have a I'm impressed. I, I feel like we have a playlist that holds together pretty well, even it does. though it's got some different genre stuff, but it all sort of speaks to itself, speaks to each other pretty well, I think. It'll be fun uh, organizing it. It will. Like we do. So it's like we were talking about. Yeah. We take a beach trip every year. We do. During this, Christmas time. This is, we are, we are remote recording on our beach trip. Exactly. 
And this time last year, we switched up our routine. We went to a different beach. We right? did. We did. Yep. We almost always come to the Outer Banks yep. um, for Christmas. Last year, we went to Ocean City. We did go to Ocean and City. And that was pretty much the birth of our podcast. The birth of the podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Chicken of Pete's. Exactly. But anyway, how is this the birth of the podcast? <laughs> well, this time last year, we were in Ocean City. Yes. And we were in a bar, one of the only bars that was even open. Yes. And we were thankful because it was fucking Christmas. And right? we found Nothing's a... Up, yeah. and, it, and it was also, it was also like... 15 degrees below zero. It, it was, was freaking so cold. cold. It wasn't that I think cold, it was the it was coldest cold. Christmas I remember recently. Yes. But anyway, and we're in this bar and we're drinking bourbon because that'll help. Because that's what we do. <laughs> and we met this guy at the bar named Joe. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know how we got on the subject, but it's what we always do when we talk to a stranger. We talk about music. Yes. And we eventually talk about our playlist, our ITDO playlist that we do. Right. And he convinced slash strong-armed us into making an actual podcast. He kind of made us do it. <laughs> we weren't held at gunpoint, but right. there was some there was some controlling. And happening. every every excuse that we came up with <laughs> to not do it, he had an argument against. He, he had a very strong argument yes. against that. So. <laughs> and we were still like, oh, I don't know. But then we kind of came home, and the more we thought about it, we right? Were like, well, like you know what, you Joe? Know, maybe Joe was right. Joe maybe, has a point. Maybe this would be kind of fun. Right. And it's you know we are we are well aware of the fact that we are not famous doing this, no. but we also are well aware of the fact that we really have a lot of fun doing this. We really do. And we we frankly owe part of that to Joe. We and do. We appreciate that. Thank you, Joe. Yes. We appreciate you and happy Christmas, wherever you are. Strong arming other people into doing things. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Creatively. And 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 we wish we wish you and all of our listeners. Uh, a, a wonderful 2024 and beyond. All right, Al, let's talk about some of the songs that didn't make it. Let's do. This is always interesting. It is. I like hearing why you don't like my songs, and <laughs> I like telling you why your songs are awful. Fisticuffs. Exactly. So, yeah, like we talked about, this Josh Ritter, Kathleen song mm -hmm. that is was your submission, this is such a great song. Isn't it? I think I, I, think I might have picked this song if it was another Josh Ritter song mm -hmm. that I had heard a lot, but this is... This is the definitive Josh Ritter song. Mm -hmm. How often have you heard this then? I'm curious. 300,000, yeah. yeah, and I've heard this song a lot. Yeah. And it's also like, if you see him live, it's the song mm. that everybody comes to see. Right. Did you see it, him live? I've seen him twice. Man. Come on, I am there, so jealous. There's also a video, there's a great video of him doing this song. The only complaint I have about Josh Ritter seeing him live is that, me personally, I love his darker stuff mm -hmm. and his sort of somber and like, you know, like the stuff he did early on that's like really quiet and dark and a little depressing. And Josh Ritter live, 
the man is having more fun than should be legal. Like, and <laughs> and the, the so video nice. for this song, he's just he's on cloud. Like, Aww. I don't know if the dude's doing drugs when he's doing live <laughs> shows or what, but like, he's the just dude is having more fun than anybody you have Good ever met him. is having. Yeah, I do want to see him do. The previous song that was in the playlist, uh, the Gospel of Mary, that yeah. he did Milk Carton. Yeah. I want to and see that live. That's a good example of something that's a little yeah. darker and slower. And I'd love to see him live. Oh. I mean, I have a list of people at this point. I think he's not as good live because yeah. he's having too much fun. I the want fuck? him to have less fun. Are you okay? <laughs> when you see when you see him, uh-huh. you will understand. Fair. You will understand what I'm talking about. I have not reached glory yet. Right. Caroline Rose's "Blood on Your Boot Heels" was man, I like this song, and man, I want this is the one I got wrong. Oh, it is. Okay, this is your and I your, like your ten. I I was torn between picking this one and the the Mick Flannery mm. and I picked the Mick Flannery but I was sure you were either you were going to pick this or mm -hmm. you were going to pick one of the two that I was going to pick so that I could pick this did I pick one of the two no nope. no you didn't you messed up but you did pick other stuff that I like yeah so <laughs> uh, this, and what do you think of this so remember when I said that there were two songs of yours that I had in this exact playlist that I took out at the last minute? Mm -hmm. This was one of them. Oh, really? The exact same song, same version. And I took it out 30 minutes before I sent you my mm -hmm. my, my playlist. So. so you must like it okay. Yeah, I do like it, yeah. It's so catchy. It is like, catchy. It's such a little pop song, but it's also just like, it's a fun beat and she's a, mm -hmm. she's a smart, soulful badass it's good stuff yeah the, i love this I've, i i was really hoping this was going to get in i mean there's nothing to say that it, i mean it's it, it still could it was in my future playlist so right, right. there's nothing to say that it can't yep. I would but love to this see it come back. and your mick flannery were the two songs that i had uh that i was going to submit both of those both of them man isn't that funny yeah, that's that's that could have been interesting. That's a good coincidence. <laughs> this is Nat Myers, his song Yellow Peril. What did you think of this? I really like it. I had to do a little research and when my research turned up absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you you gave up and decided it's not really researchable. Uh-huh. I mean, Initially, I was wondering, frankly, if this was authentic. You know what I mean? Was it authentic? Was this trying to sound like something else? Whatever. Right. I have come to the conclusion that it is very authentic. Mm -hmm. Just. I don't yeah, know. it's I not really an like old it. song, but it's it's doing a good job of, of sounding like an old song. And right. also just the kind of music that he does. Mm -hmm. This is his sound. Have you listened to the lyrics? A little bit. You know what it's about? I assume it's. Yellow peril meaning meaning fifties era communism mm -hmm. the the boogeyman, the bad guys. But mm -hmm. I could be wrong. He is a Korean American. Oh. He's a poet, actually. Yep. And obviously referring to Right. So it's about Slur being a yellow man, Asian man. Chinese, Asian. Korean. Right. Yep. And he's actually from the South, born and raised in the South. So, 
Yeah, no, that, that's that's a good that's a good source of subject matter, I'm sure, for yep. him personally and for music in general to be talking about. And it's it's interesting that you have a person that is of Korean descent exactly singing a song like this, right? right? And it's a with it's a, a southern with a, with country. A southern, yeah, <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it feels. I remember like seeing the title and and hearing him sing it. It feels it's got sort of a. It doesn't sound like Woody Guthrie, but it's that same sort mm-hmm. of aesthetic of, yeah. of protest song, etc., in a in a very cool way. And it definitely sounds like a song that is a lot older than it is. Very know? much so. So I have an embarrassing uh, admission to make. I forgot that I submitted this song to the playlist already. <laughs> what the fuck? I thought you did, and I was like, this sounds really familiar. And I I I, I don't know about you, but like. I put songs in my in my playlist for future reference, mm-hmm. you know. When I submit them, I'm supposed to take them out of that playlist. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I forget. And yep. like I like the song and I like listening to it. And I was like, oh yeah, like I remember this one. Yeah, I like this. And like I just submitted it like two or three months ago and I'm like so freaking stupid, I forgot. But I do like listen to it and I'm I was enjoying listening to it some more. The only reason the only reason I, it even occurred to me was I started researching him and I was like, wait a minute, I've looked all this shit up before. Like, I'm having deja right. vu. He's, he's married to Bob Dylan's adopted daughter, uh. right? You know? Like, and it's interesting too, and I thought about this, and I don't think we've ever talked about this. I look at, I look at old playlists, and listeners, like sometimes... Phoebe and I will be driving or hanging out or something, and it will take turns picking old months. Yeah, and it'll we did be that yesterday. Like, yeah, it'll be like, we're playing March of 2021, randomly, yep. right? And like, as you go and listen to these things, and you try and remember, wait, was this my song or your song? <laughs> yeah. And did I pick That's it or did you fun. pick it? And I notice, I notice a lot of times, and I don't mean this as a slight to you, but I feel like some of the older playlists it was your song and I picked it. Mm-hmm. And this sounds like it's an insult to you and I apologize. But it's like, and you probably feel the same way about me. Sometimes it's harder to find songs you like in the other person's yes. su- submissions, right? Yep. And sometimes like, we always pick three of each other's mm-hmm. and two of our own. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard finding, sometimes it's, sometimes it's hard narrowing Sometimes you want to pick eight of your songs. Yes. And sometimes it's hard finding three that yeah. you like, you know? Yep. And, like, yep. I do feel like listening to some of the older playlists, it's like, oh, I must have picked that because... Right. There wasn't really that much there <laughs> Right, you me. listen to it, it's like, wait, did, right. I, did I like that right. song? Yes, yes, exactly. And conversely, a song that you didn't like at all, and you hear it again, and it's, it's like I was saying yesterday or whatever day it was that... It was like I heard this song for the first time again, and I heard entirely different things yes, than I yes, did the first yes. time. And I was amazed and impressed how good a song it was that I, I did not think of. You missed initially. it the first time, exactly. Yeah. And that's one reason why I love music in general, but also love doing this playlist because it's forced us to really pay attention. Yeah, you know, and it has nothing to do with how many facts we know about the person or anything, mm-hmm. and it has mm-hmm. everything to do with. Mm-hmm. Our ear is tuned in to yeah. what makes a great song and what makes you personally appreciate that song. 
It's also interesting. I totally agree with what you're saying. I think it's also interesting for me, and I, I'm guessing for you too, that like, it's fun going back and listening to previous long ago, years ago months of the playlist mm-hmm. to rehear songs again. And I feel like we are another year, year, however many years, older and smarter and yes. more developed in our music taste. Exactly. And it's like you, what you were saying before about you hear different things. Exactly. You also hear different things just because you've been listening to different stuff and you are smarter yes. and have, your tastes have it's evolved almost like Yes, exactly. Like you're grown. incorporating all of these different styles and information and phrasing and exactly background vocals and stuff and like when we've made strides in recording our own music that's not as good but still fun to do it's like wow i i didn't notice this before right it's like you hear different things because you're paying attention to either making your own music or like you said listening to different stuff yes and it's it just makes me appreciate, and I think you appreciate <laughs> music more in general, Absolutely. but also doing this together. Absolutely. And it's also, and we've talked about this a little too, it's like the, the best the best thing about music, we listen to stuff and we talk about stuff that's, this phrasing is such, and, and this chord change is such, and the harmony here is beautiful. But what really makes music amazing is the intangibles, right? Exactly. It's the stuff that you can't describe. Yep. And like, I feel like, I feel like the stuff we've really gotten good at is like, or the stuff that I enjoy the most and the stuff that like really gets my juices flowing mm-hmm. is the stuff that it's not, it's not describable. Yes. It's like bigger than, <laughs> it's bigger than what can easily be put into words. And I think that it's like I was saying that whatever that intangible thing is, it's hard to describe because it is such, but it's also, I think, harder for the average listener to tune in to that and understand that unless you are also a person that is frankly obsessed with music like we are. You know what I mean? It's like you, and of course there's like there's some songs that we have in here mm-hmm. and it's you can tell if you've listened to it from the beginning mm-hmm. that have progressed into what we like most right. but there's some that are obvious oh wow that's a really great song we mm-hmm. get it and then there's also a lot that aren't as obvious and artists mm-hmm. that we have in here that mm-hmm. have taken us even a few listens sure to, yeah yeah, to yeah. Really appreciate. no i agree with that but i do think there are universals that there are songs that people just gravitate to for reasons they can't explain. Yes. You know? And yep. I think that's I think that speaks to the universal wonderfulness of music. That music, if it has that quality, it just grabs people by the collars and makes you listen to it and makes you pay attention. So awesome. listening both our spotify playlist and our silly little podcast are updated and released around the first of each month 
were recorded this month in room nine of the Blue Heron Motel in Naxhead, North Carolina. If you enjoy our podcast, please both subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. And please tell your friends. Nothing is better than good people talking to other good people. And if you want to hear the music we're talking about, please subscribe and listen to our finished and ordered playlist on Spotify by searching for In the Distance Oblivious. And visit our podcast home or on the internet at itdo.name, where you can find links to all of our playlist fun, our intro episode, as well as videos of a lot of the songs we've been talking about. If you have questions or suggestions, please feel free to drop us an email at music at itdo.name. Thanks to Blanton's Single Barrel Bourbon Whiskey for helping recording this one. <laughs> our theme music is from Red Eye by Ease Jammy Jams. Accordion music by Andrew Wong. We find a lot of our background music from Blue Dot Sessions, and all of our music credits are always listed in the show notes. Thanks to one of my rising favorites, Laura Marling. Thanks to Rotary Connection. Thanks, Carl. Thanks, Joe. And thanks, Frank. Please keep listening. Tell your friends. fucking good at this that's not interesting recorded material